they would often start stories about people who were either dead or not there by saying, um, now, you know, we must never speak ill of the dead or departed. And then everyone would cross themselves. And then they would go. (laughs) And then they would just go. (laughs) Hello, friends and friends of friends. Welcome to the November subscriber episode of Normal Gossip. This month, we are thrilled to welcome Bridie Lee Kennedy to the show. Bridie is an Australian TV writer based in London whose work can currently be seen on Netflix, Disney Plus, and Apple TV. That's the big three right there. She particularly recommends you stream Dead End on Netflix this spooky season. Bridie, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. It's such a delight to have you. I'm glad to have an Australian too, since we have many Australians for some reason that I don't really understand. We love gossip, I think, is the reason. <laughs> is, it, is that just innate? They teach you that at birth? Well, I think we definitely have like a uh, a sort of warm shit-talking sensibility in Australia. So what? gossip like spirals off from that. What does warm shit-talking mean? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like what's cold shit-talking? I guess that would be more helpful for understanding, but please go ahead. Well, culture talking is definitely more what British people do. I might okay. having lived here for 10 years. Um, no, warm shit talking, I guess, is I've never really, um, I think it's like you are very likely to be critical of your friends in like the most loving uh, way possible if you are from Australia. I think it's okay. like exemplified in how Australians like use the C word. Uh-huh. Like Americans <laughs> find like shocking the way we do it but like you are often using it affectionately and it does not translate to American English at all (laughs) right because Americans are like oh so you hate your friend and you're like no she's my best friend yeah it's like oh no I was speaking about my mother who I love you she's a perfect (laughs) angel and I would die without her but yes I I have called her that (laughs) I love that incredible start ready will you tell me what your relationship with gossip is um besides warm shit talking which is obviously a key component um yeah I love gossip is mm-hmm. the main thing and I think I um am, have always been like unashamed of that in a way that it's only when talking to other people that I'm like oh maybe I should hide this more when people are like less into it but um I grew up um Catholic okay. but like kind of fun Irish Catholic rather than like the scary Catholic okay a lot of that is um is like drinking and talking about people so um like in my family like whenever my my mom's like Irish cousins and stuff were around like the thing I always think about is they would often start stories about people who were either dead or not there by saying, um, now, you know, we must never speak ill of the dead or departed. And then everyone would cross themselves. And then they would go. (laughs) And then they would just go. (laughs) It's like, we've crossed ourselves. We've made it okay with God. Um, Now we can say whatever we want. Um, And also like my mom's family, um, generations before now, Mm -hmm. but they were all... um, kind of low-level criminals okay sick great yeah great so they um (laughs) they were like Irish like migrants in Australia and they ran um they basically ran illegal gambling in rules that's so (laughs) funny it's like a fun thing to run as well like if you're going to be a criminal it's like yeah like betting on the horses (laughs) 
Yeah, you're running illegal games. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's fine. Um, and they like really ran it through the church and like oh <laughs> of the church. So that was definitely like growing up, you know, um that generation was mm-hmm. kind of dying out. They were like the generation above my mom, but like they used to just tell the most completely nuts stories about like their involvement but also mm-hmm. like the church and also the com- like definite co- complicity of like the cops and oh like, my everything. god um so like I definitely grew up in a household where gossip was like a fun thing mm-hmm. to do um and then yeah I work in tv and I worked in comedy before that and like um it I was like oh it's yeah I think a lot of your guests have said but like it's definitely a way to protect yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> um because yeah, like I started out in comedy when I was like nineteen, Oof. and all of the people around me were like thirty-five-year-old dudes. Yeah, yikes! Just <laughs> like a very unpleasant ratio. Yeah, um, but yeah, like definitely older women were like mm-hmm. invaluable to me then, um, because they were like very willing yeah. to talk shit about <laughs> like, the men that they, like, <laughs> that they knew. So yeah, I think it's a. I want to be like, oh, I think it's like a social good. And I do, but also it's just fun. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, we run into this every episode, right? Which is that like gossip is a word that isn't very like narrow. It's a super broad word. And so it's like, yes, it's equally technically gossip for someone older than you to be like, hey, watch out for this guy who's bad. And it's also gossip for you to like go up to your friend at work and be like, did you hear that she like crashed her car this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) It goes with not the same, but they have the same word, which is kind of awkward. Um, So you said you've told us about your family and your work relationship with gossip. What is your personal relationship with gossip like? Do you gossip with your friends? Which member of the gossip group are you? So I think definitely my friendship group, my friends know that if they want to talk about something, they can send it to me and I'll be like, totally on it um (laughs) and like thrilled about it and not only that but I'll take my own personal diversions to like you know uh develop my own theories about things and like Mm -hmm. um recently um something like actually very minor happened at like mutual mutual friends wedding but like wedding gossip is one of my favorite (sighs) things um ever (laughs) perfect the stakes are like Act in in real, you know, in the grand scheme of things, the stakes of a wedding are probably low, but the stakes mm-hmm. of a wedding in people's lives are so high that I yes. like, love any chaos related to weddings. And um, it's, I don't know, I like, I feel like a wedding is also the only place where it's like I have all of these people together, right? Like all the people from the various points of your life are in one room and who knows what they could tell each other. Like that is alone, just an immense amount of tension. <laughs> Yeah. And so I I love that. And so basically like something happened at a mutual friend's wedding and like three, I wasn't there and like three different people got in touch to just like, let me know. Oh my, wow. <laughs> you know, thank you so much to those scouts of gossip yeah. who reported back to you. That was so kind. <laughs> I then did try and like get my partner involved in discussing it. And um, he like, he thinks that he's a good gossip and like loves to gossip, but mm-hmm. like he really burns out pretty quickly. Like he has this one theory and then he's done. Whereas I'm like, no, let's pull the different threads. Let's look at this from other sides. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay. But <laughs> that's why you have friends. It's like, yeah, exactly. 
yeah, sometimes, you know, you have friends who are like, here's my one theory. And sometimes they're right. And then you have people like us who are like, I've created a spreadsheet of 72 potential theories (laughs) that could interact with each other in these ways. (laughs) Well, that's my people. Mm -hmm. Do you consider yourself a gossip? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If someone tells me something like serious in their life mm-hmm. um that is like goes in the vault would never yeah. tell anyone um anything other than that though I think particularly my friends know like if they tell me a silly story about work or something that's entertaining I will I will probably pass it on yeah um, and like my mom is exactly the same like I definitely got this from her um although I <laughs> my mom has developed a habit she's in her 70s now and um she's like has is super sharp has no memory problems or anything except that she has developed this thing where she will think that people have died when they haven't oh my god my mom mom so your mom's like we don't talk ill of the dead crossing herself but the person is like lives next door yeah it's like definitely still alive and and she'll tell friends like she'll see like friends from high school and she'll Mm -hmm. be like yeah no that person died and they'll be like oh my god but Facebook friends and she's still posting and my mom's like oh maybe I'm thinking of someone else called Kate or Lisa um (laughs) so her gossip has got like quite abstract (laughs) that's exciting you know you're playing like a little a little memory game with your mom (laughs) because it doesn't really matter if they're alive or not so it's not important to her stories (laughs) no it's still ready. a good story. Yeah, truly. Speaking of good stories, are you are you ready to bring me whatever it is that you have come here carrying? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So my story happened many years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was um I was a cabaret performer, which I'm not anymore. Okay. Um, so Incredible. It's from the high stakes world of um niche arts festivals. Oh my god, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> um so basically something that used to happen when I was still doing cabaret is um, I would tour a lot and that meant that I was going to festivals all the time and arts mm-hmm. festivals. And um, when you go to arts festivals a lot, you you do end up seeing a lot of the same people at all of them. Okay. Um, it, people will like have their show, whether it's like a cabaret show, a theater show, mm-hmm. comedy, whatever. And they'll usually tour that one show for a year, which can mean six festivals where you're seeing Whoa. people. Um, yeah, so it kind of develops into this like weird camp <laughs> thing where like <laughs> people that you wouldn't otherwise necessarily see, you're spending like a month at a time in a small city with. It has uh, like circus vibes, right? Like this like <laughs> traveling pitch our tent, right? Like we're all here. I know it's like an actual festival, but the idea yeah, of these like campers almost is very funny. There are always tents involved as well. So incredible. <laughs> um but yeah, like through, so this, I mean, this story must've been like close to a decade ago now, but mm-hmm. um, I had sort of been at one festival like months earlier and had had this like little flirtation um, with a guy that I'm going to call Sam. And um, Sam it. was in, Sam was in a play, a very like well-reviewed, like serious theater kind of oh, play okay. um, with two other guys. So it was just three people in the play um, who I'll call Tom and Will. Okay. Sam, um, Tom, Tom and Will. Yeah. Um, that is what all British men are called anyway. So. Yeah. That's all the names they have there. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and so I'd had this like brief flirtation with this this guy Sam and then not seen him for months and I think in that period like um I had then I got a girlfriend and like he did as well and I I was like oh yeah not you know and then um so we didn't talk for months and then many months later we ended up at a different festival and on the first night I was talking to someone about how I had gone through this breakup and Sam is there he's uh I've also gone through this breakup (laughs) Wow, so mirroring paths. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I should say right at the start of the story that the re- most of the story doesn't concern me. The reason that I need to set this up is okay. that this, this is why I knew the story so deeply. Okay, <laughs> incredible. With this person. Because of your crush. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and so I, in so all of these festivals have two to three festival bars where all of the performers okay. drink together um, usually there's nothing else to do you finish your show for the evening and you go to the performers bar so sure. again it kind of is that thing where you're like really thrown together with these people for quite mm-hmm. some time so in the performers bar in front of <laughs> all of our industry peers uh-huh. very visibly are flirting with each other yeah um, Sam becomes very drunk. I'm like, oh, I'm not, you know. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the night, um, he kisses me in front of all of these people. <gasps> Bold. And and says in front of everyone, you know, you've got to come home with me. And I say no, really drunk. <laughs> and I say, you know, let me know if you want to message me sober. Fine. I leave. Smart. To be, yeah. Good boundary. I, I credit my like 23-year-old <laughs> self with like <laughs> actually kind of pulling off something good there. Yeah. Um. And as the rest of the story shows, I really made like the right choice. <laughs> oh no, um, <laughs> terrifying foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Although I also want to say at the top here, um, at no point is anyone in the story in actual danger. Okay. And, oh and, Jesus. <laughs> and everyone, everyone is fine at the end. And what again, a caveat. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I don't want someone to get halfway through and be like, what a, what a strange, uh, I'm really right. worried that something terrible is going to happen. Um, but yeah, so I don't think much of it. And um, I guess the next few nights I probably went to a different festival bar or I'm not sure what was happening, but, mm-hmm. I, but I didn't see Sam and didn't hear from him and was unclear if he remembered the exchange at all. Okay. Um, and then about a week later, I was getting ready for my show and one of the um staff at the venue that I was performing at said to me like oh are you okay excuse me yeah <laughs> and I was like yes that's so kind of you to ask. <laughs> um, I'm having a very emotional day thank you for caring <laughs> yeah I was like how bad do I look right now that yeah like, like really checking work. your makeup for like eye bags yeah <laughs> exactly and I turned to my cowboy partner and um I was like, oh yeah, we're, we're fine, you know? And the person was like, oh, I just heard what happened with Sam from, I'm going to say Macbeth. It wasn't Macbeth, but like a bad luck play. I mean, that is a truly bad luck play. So (laughs) also a a three person Macbeth would be really weird. You would have to have such a good memory. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, so this staffer comes in and is like, are you okay? I heard about what happened with Sam. And at this point, you have no idea what this person is talking about. Is that correct? Yeah, no idea. Okay. And I thought like, 
what an odd question. We kissed once and uh, what? <laughs> you're, yeah, no. you're like, just because I kissed this guy one time in front of everyone we know does not mean I'm invested. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, and this person was like, oh, you know, I heard the whole thing that happened and then you <clears throat> you had a fight with him at his show. What? And I was like, that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. So this stuff is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I must have really got the wrong thing. And I was like, that's so weird. And I was like, do you want to tell what happened? And she was like, oh, don't worry about it. I've clearly like, oh, made a huge mistake. Uh, it's too late now, babe. You started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I'm fine. And she's like, great, great, great. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And again, we're in this kind of hey, funny situation monster. where she's like, we're sort of working together, but we like don't really know each other. So she right. was like, don't worry about it. I got it wrong. So I was like, okay. So we do the show. And then the next day at the at the performer's bar, another performer comes up and is like, is it true you like went off at Sam at his <gasps> show? And at his venue. And I said, no. no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've not seen him. I have no, you know, part in this. So I'm like, this is getting weird though, because this is like the second time I've been asked this. Right. There's clearly like a rumor going around that is incorrect. Yeah. At and, this point. and it's yeah. about me like going off publicly. Um, yes. Which I was like, I love the drama, but it wasn't. Slander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I asked this friend what happened. He said, oh, apparently like it's, you know, because you, you hooked up with Sam and then you got mad at him. At his wrong. And I, I was Double like, wrong. I was like, it just, it wasn't me. I'm, I'm really sorry. And he's like, well, I don't really know the details. So I seek out uh, Will <laughs> from his show. <laughs> yes. Great. <laughs> so I find Will like on the outside bar. Will is like a really nice guy in a very long-term relationship who presumably has been touring with Sam for a while and is like, ha- has like, has like had it. <laughs> yeah, know, of course. Of course. Of stuff. Um, so I Poor Will. Play. He's just trying to do his Macbeth three-person play in peace. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be like all the witches at once. Like, he's like, I'm busy. I've got a lot going on in my brain. Um, but yeah, so I went to Will and I was like, hey, this is really awkward. But um, there's this rumor going around that I yelled at Sam at your venue. And just, you know, I'd never do that. Um, right. But also I didn't, you know, we just kissed once like nothing's happened. And Will was like, yeah, I know what this is about. <laughs> So God bless Will. Thank you for his service. Incredible. Immediately (laughs) was just like, sit down. Uh, So I sit down and hear the following story. You're at the performer bar at this point, right? Like there are other people everywhere. And Sam is not there. And that was also Mm. weird because Sam was usually out a lot Mm -hmm. at all of these venues, at all these festivals. That's why we knew each other. Weird. So okay. Down. Yeah. So I'm already, I, I, I guess I hadn't thought about it being weird that he wasn't there until then. And then I was like, where is he? And <laughs> he sort of gone into hiding. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, because he's the talk of the town. Yeah. So Will says to me, I'm going to, I'll explain. And, and then Will does the like good friend thing of being like, don't let this make you think less of Sam. I would never uh, speak ill of the de- dead crosses. <laughs> exactly. Do a shot cross yourself. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> but. So Will says like, so people think it's you because Sam has like a pretty consistent type. 
Okay. And the person this is does look like you. Okay. So like physical traits is his type. Okay. Yeah. And at the time I had like a very blunt cut fringe for bangs. Okay. And like, and I had like dip dyed hair. And okay. So I guess when I, I, spoilers, I did eventually meet this person. I was like, okay, we, I guess we kind of have a similar look. (laughs) Right. The people from the side stage are like, oh, it's her. Look at her yeah, hair. <laughs> exactly. The the look was essentially like um like deeply like underpaid bisexual okay. in the creative arts. It was like, like yeah, very... I know about that look. I know all about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly consistent. Yeah. Um so apparently Sam had, I guess, a couple of nights after um I, I had had this interaction with him. Right. Um, had gone to the performance bar attached to his venue. Um, okay. And this uh, woman who who worked at the venue, but in a different space, was at the bar. Fake and, Friday. Yeah, Fake Friday, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Fake Friday is there. Um, God knows initially if Sam thought we were the same person, but um, definitely... <laughs> I really wouldn't put a bathroom at this stage, uh-huh, That's a good own. Um, <laughs> so he definitely, like, he starts hitting on this young woman and it turns out, like, she's seen the play and she loves it. And she thinks he's, like, amazing. And again... I love Macbeth. Yeah. <laughs> Macbeth is so hot and so is Lady Macbeth, who you're all Yeah, playing. everyone says that. <laughs> um, and so she was like, oh, I think you're really talented and I'm working at this venue now, but, like, I also want to be in theatre. So it seems like a really nice, like, cute match. Yeah. Um, And so they stay there drinking. And I also think a lot of people saw this happen and might have thought it was me then (laughs) as well. Okay. Because it seems to have all happened quite publicly at the start. So they all have some, they have some drinks. And then he's like, do you want to come home with me? And she's like, yeah. And Okay, so we have the same play that we have already seen with you at the bar now with fake Brady but she chooses yes okay yeah and you know fair play to her one further week into the festival I probably would have as well but I think it was like opening (laughs) night I was keeping my options a little more open you know um and so she's like okay and he says like come back to mine and I've got whiskey there and like let's have a whiskey and like hang out sure great so they're walking home and um, they start talking about how they both <laughs> like really oh, into no. like games and like game nights. And okay, stuff. sure. Yeah. And that's like, okay, that's a fun thing they have in common. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get home and he pours them both whiskey and they're drinking. And she is like, I feel pretty drunk, but like fun drunk. You sure. Know? Okay. Um, and she definitely assumes that he is also like fun yeah, drunk. I'm feeling fun drunk. We're at like about the same level and it's like a good first hookup level of drunk. Sure. Great. So he's like, oh, I really wish that we were, you know, in my flat in like the major city that I live in, but it's not this one. Right. You know, right. Got loads of board games and we could play <laughs> board games. And she's like, oh. Open my board game closet and reveal <laughs> clue. <laughs> we could exactly. play it. 
<laughs> or like just like do a weird like six hour settlers of that's, the time yeah like that's what in the morning. that's what every girl wants to be brought back to your <laughs> flat served a whiskey and then forced into a six hour board game at one in the morning it's perfect thank you sam okay continue I like worst dates but maybe not at one in the morning <laughs> um oh yeah so she's like oh um yeah you know obviously I, that'd be cool but like she is like feeling quite flirty and quite yeah. fun and she's like you know we don't really need a board game why don't we play a game like you know like hide and seek okay I'm so I think immediately confused by this but I like it okay <laughs> please What's I think important? it's very important to note that she suggested hide and seek not him um and she- I'm terrified my body is filled with terror <laughs> Okay. Again, everyone's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, let's play hide and seek. And she's like, well, why don't I make it like extra special when you find me? So she starts taking her clothes off. Right. Naked hide and seek. Naked hide and seek. Sure. And he's like, that's hot. Like, great. Let's do that. They are drinking more whiskey and she's taking her clothes off and it's like very sexy. And then she's like, okay, count to 10. Yeah. So he counts to 10 and um, at first he like finds her quickly and it's like a funny joke. Sure. Oh, I'm going to like, you know, do better this time. So. Oh my God. I guess just to back up slightly, the Uh place we're all staying in um, is. So what a lot of these festivals happen in cities where there is normally like are there big university towns. Sure. Okay. So but it happens in like the summer or in the break. Oh my god. So, so you're like in a dorm? Yeah. So a lot oh of god. us <laughs> a lot of us are staying in essentially university accommodation. Okay. And and Sam is as well. Mm-hmm. Um and this is not reflective on the quality of the show. This is what we all <laughs> Yes. Do. Um, I have a I have a question before you continue. Um, in this university housing, d- is the bathroom shared? Uh, usually, but only with like the people that you're doing a show with. Got it. Um, okay. A weird quirk, which I guess isn't necessarily relevant to the story. A weird quirk um, in th- this particular festival is that we all had for a long time. I would always stay in rooms which had a sink in my room, but nothing else. Oh. Huh. Okay. Sure. It, w- it would always felt very strange because I was like why why doing anything else why am I just constantly expected to be washing up in here like very right layout yeah now that I think about it my college dorm had a sink in it but nothing else which is like sure I guess you can brush your teeth in private but that's like the least of the private things you need to do so it doesn't really help you like they it was like they went far enough with the plumbing to give sinks and then were like, oh, but those you have to share. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I got distracted by the toilet situation. <laughs> she's going to hide again is where you yeah. were. <laughs> so she's going to hide again. So Sam starts counting to 10 um, and he goes like to his bed and like closes out to count to 10. And she goes to, um, it's in a big room because I think it's usually a double room. Um, okay. You know, got it. Got it to himself. So she goes to a wardrobe in oh, the room no. and she gets in and pulls the door closed. And it's like you can see out of it. So it's got like um, reasonably like it's aerated and everything. Sure. Okay. But presumably either because it's cheap university accommodation or for some sort of security reason, this oh, no. this, this cupboard locks. 
Yeah, of course it does because she got in it and closed it, closed it. That's how it works. Yeah, Yeah. sure. (laughs) So she gets in and it's just like his hanging things. So like some shirts and jackets, but otherwise pretty spacious. And she's like, haha, very funny. And she realizes that Sam's not saying anything. Oh no. And it's because Sam has passed out. (laughs) Um, I think like an wake up. (laughs) Yeah. So an evening of drinking plus then coming home and drinking presumably quite a lot of whiskey while preparing for naked hide and seek um, was just a bridge too far for Sam. This poor, poor fake birdie, because like, not only is she now locked in a cupboard, but it's like, you think you're playing this little sexy game that everyone's very into. And now Sam is asleep. (laughs) Totally passed out. So she tries calling out for a while and nothing happens and she bangs on it and nothing happens. And eventually she just takes one of his jackets and puts it on. Sure. And lies down and like kind of curls. So it's like one of those wardrobes like built in. So she's like lying on the ground. Got it. Okay. Like above the ground. But she is just like lying in a jacket. Oh my Um, God. Thank God it's a big wardrobe. (laughs) Yeah. She did say, I will say, I did it. I have eventually had this conversation with her. Um, she did say it was not comfortable, but also she had also I been bet drinking. not. <laughs> so she'd also been drinking and it was like four in the morning or something at this point. She's like, I'm just going to sleep. Right. So she goes to sleep. Now, the next day, oh, no. Sam wakes up pretty early because he has fallen asleep in all of his clothes mm-hmm. on the bed. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and he thinks, God, I feel awful. Right. I'm going to take myself out to breakfast. Um, Sam, <laughs> <sighs> I wish you would think what happened to the girl that I was playing hide and seek with. That would be a good thing to think. <laughs> it would be good if he remembered at that point this had happened at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead he stands up. And he goes to the front and he's like, I'm going to go and get myself like a cooked breakfast. Oh, my God. And he leaves. Great. So she's asleep at this point, fake Bridie, and sort of wakes up to hear like the door closing. Right. Like, Sam, Sam, nothing. So here's where Will picks the story up because Will gets up. To oh, go to no. use the bathroom in their like shared flat. Right. And here's someone just yelling, Sam, what the fuck, man? Sam, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> and Will is like, oh, Sam. And initially yeah. he's like, I'm not going to, he's having a fight with someone. Right. Whatever. Leave him alone. Privacy. Sure. Yeah. But then the yelling just continues and Will's like, Sam's not saying anything. Yeah. So Will knocks on the door and is like, hey, everything okay in there? And this woman's voice is like, it's not okay. Can you (laughs) come in and get me? So Will comes in, is like, this room is empty. Right. He's like, there's no one here. He's like, it's haunted. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, this is an old building. What is going on? And she's like, I'm in the cupboard. Cupboard. So Will's like. God. Oh, God, Sam, what have you done? You've done. Yeah. So he goes over and she's like, open the cupboard. Yeah. 
He opens it and there is just this woman naked in one of Sam's jackets. <laughs> and she storms out and she is just, she is livid as you would be. Yeah. She is so mad. She spent a night in a cupboard. Of course she's mad. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely furious. She's pulling her clothes on, everything like that. Will is like, I'm not really sure what happened. I'm so sorry. Do you need, like, I cannot emphasize enough that Will is like a very nice person. And he was like, do you need me to take you somewhere? Has something happened to you? Like he jumps into the protective good, like, I don't care if it's my friend, you tell me. She's like, no, nothing happened with your friend. Your friend passed out (laughs) on the bed. And Will is like, okay. But why were you in the cupboard? <laughs> yeah. And Will, I think, is also like, okay, that's bad, but like nothing that I, nothing right. so bad has happened. And she's like, oh, I'm so, like so mad. She pulls her clothes on. She keeps Sam's jacket. She was Good like, I'm taking this with me. <laughs> she like walks out. So Will then goes to wake up like the other member of that group and is like, we have to find Sam. So they go downstairs and they find like their local cafe where Sam happily <laughs> eating his like beans and toast. <laughs> exactly. Just scrolling his phone, having like a big breakfast. Oh, and Will comes in and is like, demon. hey, buddy, did you hook up with someone last night? And Sam's like, no. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I did. And Will's like, Sam. and did you bring her home? And Sam says, no, no, I didn't. We were going to, but then, and then just kind of fades out. Sam? Hmm. Something happened. And Will was like, well, if you didn't bring her home, who is the person that I just let out of your wardrobe? (laughs) And Sam's like, oh, okay. I think I know what happened here. Sam, buddy. <laughs> he's not concerned about this at all. He's like, oh, that's funny. And Will's like, I don't think she's at funny yet. Um, I think right. she, she'll like, be at funny in five years, but for now, she's yeah. pissed. <laughs> she's so mad. So uh Will's like, you need to get in touch with her, you need to apologize. Sam's like, I don't have a number. I wouldn't know how to do that. Will's like, well, I recognized her as someone who works in our the building that our venue is in. So like, yeah. could you try and find her? Sam's like, ah, I'm sure it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh my God, this dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say a thing I think about Sam, having known him for many years, mm-hmm. um, is that I do think like a dummy is kind of the best way of putting it. Cause like ne- not someone who I think ever intended Right. He anyone. doesn't seem malicious, right? He's not like, oh, haha, I locked this girl in a cupboard. He's like, yeah. oh, that's just a funny little thing that happened to us while I was asleep. <laughs> and I will say a strange thing about it, as Will recounted to me, was that like Sam didn't seem hugely surprised by this turn of events. Right. Which really makes me wonder like what the rest of his dating life was like. <laughs> And, like, maybe why that his relationship had fallen apart before this. Yeah, I just have so many questions for him. <laughs> like, the main one is just, like, how many things are happen- happening to you that when your, like, teammate, your co-person 
comes up to you and is like, I've released a prisoner from your cupboard. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> You're like that checks out. I'm going to order another coffee. Like it just not, oh it doesn't seem to God. Um, But so Will had been like, okay, well, I think you need to say something. Um, <laughs> the other member of the group, I think is just like head down on the table. Like, I can't believe oh we're going through God. this. Um, and Sam's like, yeah, yeah. If I, if I see her, I'll definitely apologize. Oh my God. You're certainly going to see her again because you work at the same place for a whole, and you're going to be there for a month. So that night they get to their venue and they're getting ready and they're setting their props and they're, Mm -hmm. you know, getting everything ready. Um, and someone at their venue, one of the venue staff comes in and is like, um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't really know how to say this, but there's like a girl at the front talking shit to the audience. And Sam's like, that's weird. And Will's like, Sam, do you think you might know something about (laughs) Poor Will. He's the parent here. Just awful. Um, And so Sam is like, oh, do you think it might be her? Oh, okay. Yeah, no shit, bud. (laughs) Yeah. So Sam's like, oh, we'll just do the show. And the person from the venue is like, yeah no. like maybe this was like their tech person who's normally in the booth and is like I think it might be worth like just going and like checking out what's happening yeah <laughs> yeah I agree <laughs> so originally Sam's like well should we go out and Will's like you go I, I'm not no I'm not going out there yeah so Sam, good for him <laughs> so Sam goes out so fake Friday had had a day off work and had basically which I think is why she'd gone out the night before as well right so she goes back to her flatmates and tells them the story. They all, to be honest, think it's pretty funny, but are also like, this guy sucks. sucks. She's like, yeah. he does suck. He does suck. And I had oh, a crush no. on him because I saw him in the show and I thought he was so good. So she's having some drinks with friends. She's like feeling pretty ready to like, you know, and her friends are like, well, you should go tell him what you think. So she goes to the venue. Enables like, all of them. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I would have done the exact same, same thing. I really respect her flatmates being like, you should tell him. Strong so she, goes to, she goes to the venue and they're like, yeah, sorry, we can't let you in. They're getting ready for the show. And she's like, well, I really need to talk to him. And meanwhile, because of the way the festival works, people are just lining up outside the door, weddings going right. constant crowds going in and out. And this is a popular show and it's well-reviewed. So she has a captive audience. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like the play before the play. <laughs> um, and so what apparently happened is someone in the crowd was like, are you okay, miss? Like, what's wrong? And she was like, am I okay? Yeah, I'm okay now. But I just spent last night in the wardrobe of this guy and he just tells this assembled crowd what she's like, oh, and he passes out and then I have to sleep in the And all these people in the crowd are like, oh my God. And then some of them are like, it's part of it. It's part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, like real, and also their show was like very serious. So if this was part of it, it would have been like such a weird tone shift. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Um, and so she like tells the crowd and the thing is she works at the venue. So she knows a lot of people working there. So they're right. be like, you need to go. So she's. Yeah. Just, I like, also imagine that if you are the staff at this venue, you have interacted with this man enough to know that like, 
you're, he's not the one you want to defend, right? Exactly. <laughs> They're like, you know what? You go off and we'll, we'll yeah. manage things from here. <laughs> we'll simply not see you. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sam comes out and she's like, that's him. That's the one who left me in the wardrobe. And he's like, hey, I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, you know, I just had too much to drink and fell asleep. And she's like, I was in the wardrobe all night. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely my bad. And, And she's like, why didn't you get me out in the morning? He's like, oh, and he says in front of the crowd, I forgot you were there. Oh no, this is a huge mistake. So they he's basically like, but anyway, it was so cool to see you again. Would love to catch up again. I have to go and do my show. And he just Babe, no. the <laughs> oh my so God. She, said that she felt kind of like diffused by the situation, but also like I, I, I don't know. So she leaves and right. the show then to the crowd of people who, who know that this guy locked a girl. <laughs> And they did. Will was like, it was a weird show. It was yeah, a really I weird bet. show. <laughs> like, the, the like laugh lines in the show didn't get anything. And also people kept just talking to each other. In the right. Office. Because everybody in the crowd is looking at this guy being like, him? Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. Like trying to deliver some beautiful soliloquy. And they're like, how? But how drunk was he, though? Like for that but to you happen. You forgot she was in the cupboard? <laughs> he needed breakfast that badly? So they do this show and basically afterwards, Will and the other guy in the show are like, man, can you just like lay low for a while? Like clearly you're going through some things with this breakup and Sam's like, oh, right. it's not because of the breakup. And they were like, let's say it is because that <laughs> is better. Yeah. Like, if it's not because stuff. of the breakup, don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> like this is just who I am. Yeah. That's way worse. Way worse. <laughs> yeah. and so. What essentially happens is Sam agrees. He's like, I'm just going to do the show. I'm going to lay low, whatever. But what happens is that the story of this spreads rapidly. Yeah. And I'm performing in a different venue, but the venue staff talk, and that's how it kind of comes back. And then the way it transmutes is eventually that it was me. Right. And, and all this kind of stuff. And so I, when I received the story, I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to hook up with Sam. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. At the back of my mind, decision made. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you to Brave Fake Friday for like yeah. you know testing the waters for me. Yeah. Thank you for her service. She really um, <laughs> went to war. <laughs> I mean, she really did, and and for for a lot of us, because kind of Sam did stay in for most of that month after that. Um, <laughs> And I, I did then meet her. So I was over at that venue bar and I said to someone else, like, who is it? That yeah. It was her. And I went and chatted to her and she was like really cool. And she yeah. was like, look, I'm not upset anymore. And she's like, but if I had the chance to yell at him in front of a crowd of people again, I absolutely would. Like, <laughs> you know, totally fine. So she'd like kind of recovered from it. Um, and I, I saw Sam again at the end of the month at the closing mm-hmm. party. And he did hit on me again. Classic. Of course he did. And I was like, do you want to lock me in a wardrobe? (laughs) Is that like your like thing now? And he like laughed and he was like, oh, crazy times. Oh my God. It's just like, you know how these things happen in the everyday course of dating. I know. 
<laughs> no, I don't. But honestly, like everyone out of this story ended up kind of is now in like so much of a better place in life. Like that's great. Um, yeah. So Sam ended up getting married to someone he met not that long after this. Okay, so congratulations. It was like wild times. And Will was his best man at the wedding. Aww. So that's really nice. And that they're like, it is really nice. You know, their relationship has survived. I don't know about the third guy who I didn't know as well, but um, <laughs> those two like have remained close. And then um, fake Bridie, who had been like, oh, I want to work in theater went on to be quite a successful producer, which I think oh, she's still doing. Um, great. So her, she was like pretty young and she was like working in the venue and is now like, doing, I mean, you know, her understanding of audiences, <laughs> I, it makes sense to me that she, you know, could capture that in a career. <laughs> yeah. I haven't followed it that closely, but maybe she's exclusively <laughs> doing like sleep no more style immersive theater production that would rule yeah that would be amazing she's like I was just inspired by this one moment in my life um but yeah and so everyone kind of came out of it okay but this story followed me I think more than these this other girl literally for years yeah because everyone saw you flirt with him the first night and so everyone was like oh it must be her yeah and to the point that like a couple of years later at a, t- at a festival in an entirely different country, <gasps> an audience member said, oh, I heard from a friend who did this festival, like you hooked up with the guy from uh- play um, who is like, I w- is not like famous, but is like right. successful. And, uh, and, you, and you- one rude question to... <laughs> I cannot believe that the like friend of a friend rumor mill betrayed you like this. I know, but to be honest, I was like, you know, live by the gossip, die by the gossip. Oh like, yeah, it's gonna be my like. <laughs> you, that's fine. And every time I was just like, it wasn't me. Well, you don't like, want to steal valor. That's kind no. of you. Yeah, I mean, like she literally she tore him apart in front of strangers. I can't. That's iconic behavior. I can't. Fake Bridie's revenge. She got it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was like the most recent time I saw Sam now must have been like four years ago or something. And we ran into each other. And I said to him, this story has dogged me for years. And Sam was like, but that wasn't even you. And then he paused and went, ooh, was it? Ah! <laughs> I was like, no, this man. He is a demon. Like, I, I it can accept that he was just a demon for a period of time potentially, but for that period of time, he was just purely demonic. The idea of being like, it wasn't you that I locked in a closet. Someone I saw every day at multiple circuits. Was it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the weird COVID story that has um, defined my life despite not being mine. Well, I appreciate you bringing it here where this will only get worse for you, I'm sure, because everyone (laughs) will remember this. But thank you so much for bringing us this story. This was a delight. And I'm I'm glad that you didn't have to sleep in the cupboard because it seems very uncomfortable. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much for supporting Normal Gossip. If you want to be a guest on a future subscriber episode, please upgrade to the friend level at supportnormalgossip.com if you haven't already. 
This podcast was produced by Alex Sujan Laughlin. Defector's Projects Editor is Justin Ellis. Our Editor-in-Chief is Tom Lay. Thank you to the rest of the Defector staff. Defector Media is a collectively owned subscriber-based media company. Thank you so much for your support. It's what allows us to do what we do. I'm Kelsey McKinney, and remember, you did not hear this from me.